everybody. Welcome to episode six of Average Students. Not so average topics. I'm Shayna. I'm Brittany. I'm Madison. And I'm Marilisa. And today, this is going to be the last, <laughs> Just last episode for our school project. There might be more after this. Who knows? We'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see. But Drop your topic ideas below. Yes. <laughs> There's no comment section on this podcast. Um, <laughs> Let us know. We can start a group on, like, I don't know. We'll start a group meet. Just kidding. <laughs> we'll start an Instagram page. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out how to let you guys let us know what you want us to talk yeah, about. Yeah, but mainly today we kind of just wanted to have a discussion and kind of share our opinions with each other about um, sex education and what we've been talking about this entire semester, basically. Yeah. First thing before we discuss, we want to kind of remind you guys of the three curriculums. There's comprehensive sex education, which is in-depth on um, all the STIs, teen pregnancies, contraceptives, um, how to prevent all of that. Emotional side. Emotional side, relationship. Consent. Consent, like all of these topics that are important for especially teenagers to know about. And then there was abstinence only, which is a curriculum that focuses on no sex before marriage. The only way to prevent STIs and teen pregnancies is with abstinence. And then abstinence plus is kind of a middle ground a little bit. I would definitely say it leans closer to abstinence only, but it's definitely a middle ground that talks some people... A, yeah, it talks a little bit more about mm-hmm. some of that other stuff, but not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to. But so it is a better option than abstinence only, but it's not the best it's option. Not the best option. It's yeah. a good, better. Best. I think yeah, yeah. good, yeah. better, best. Yeah. So we just like kind of want to talk about what we agreed with, what we didn't agree with, kind of like our stance on it. I guess I can start. So I grew up in Virginia, and I believe I was given comprehensive sex education. I definitely think that is important, and I think all of us can agree that having all of that knowledge is important. But one thing that I've talked about in the past is I do believe that the option for parents to opt their kids out, to teach their child to their moral standards, I think that is, that's like what I agree with the most. Like my parents, they took me out of it after I learned a a good amount of things. Like I learned what uh, sexually transmitted diseases and stuff like that. And so I was opted out after we got through that. And I feel like I got the education that I needed for my life. So I definitely think that CSE is the best option, but to make sure that it is still that viable option to be opted out by the parents, to be taught in the the teachings of, um, yeah, kind of like, just like the morals of what the parents want their their children to learn and stuff like that. Yeah, and for me, kind of like what I've said already in um, past podcasts that we've made, I definitely agree that that option is really important. Parents need to have that option because they have different opinions on what they want their children to be learning, but also having that opportunity to learn more about CSE, comprehensive sex education, is really important because it is something that goes with just our lives. Yeah, maybe not even, like, the parents being able to, like, decide what their child learns and what they don't learn, but, like, kind of, guess, like, how they learn it. So it can be done more sensitive than just slapping a penis on a screen and being like, this is what this is and this is how this works. You know, like, just kind of, like, teaching it to the to the level and maturity level of their child, I guess, so. Mm-hmm. I definitely would agree with both of you that comprehensive sex education is the best option. I think I've done a lot of, like, personal research. I am really a fan of reading articles and studies, and there's just so much evidence to talk about 
why comprehensive sex education is such a better curriculum than abstinence only. Abstinence only and abstinence plus can make kids hate the idea of sex. And so when they get married, they A, don't know what they're doing and B, just have this sense of this is bad. I've grown up knowing that this is bad. But, but using a comprehensive sex education curriculum, they will know like how best to protect themselves, how best to prepare themselves, Mm -hmm. and just overall make better choices in their life. Yeah, and I agree with you guys too, but I don't want to make you guys mad, but I don't think that it should be an option for the parents to opt their kids out. Mm -hmm. Just because I don't think they're teaching anything like, hey, you should have sex, or hey, you shouldn't have sex. In comprehensive sex education, they're not encouraging nor discouraging having sex. So I feel like everything they teach is super important for the students to know like later in life or right now, like whenever they decide to have sex, I just feel like it's super important what they're teaching. And I think if it were taught in the home, I know that sometimes it can be exactly what the students need to know, but like, I don't know. I guess I didn't share my thoughts on whether or not it should be an option. I definitely agree with Shayna. I think that it's important for all kids or youth, teenagers, to learn about this stuff. If they don't, then they're setting themselves up for failure, kind of, and there's no guarantee that their parents will teach them everything they need. I think it's situational. Yeah. I think there is no generalization, general, like, consensus that we can make because every child grows up, and it also depends on where you're growing up. In Utah, maybe it shouldn't be an option because they're not going to learn what they need to learn in Utah. But it depends, like Shana, you still learned everything you needed to learn. Mm -hmm. There's not people that have had that option, but I think it's definitely very situational depending on the person, depending on the household. And so it's like kind of hard to be like, no, we shouldn't allow them or to be like, yes, we should allow them. Like it's so hard because it's so situational and every Mm -hmm. situation is so different. And I think even if everything were to be taught, if like if everybody had CSE education, I think that parents could still be like, hey, I know you learned this in school, but this is kind of what I think. Mm-hmm. But like the students were still able to learn everything, yeah. but then they could also learn from their parents and their parents could be like, this is an experience that I had, or yeah. this is what I think, or this is what our religion thinks, or yeah. anything like that. Like the parents can kind of expand on what the school has taught them, but like I feel like at least the students got the proper education. I think, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think right now, especially in Utah, is there's just been so many generations of like abstinence Mm -hmm. and people stressing abstinence. And I think that's true about all of America, though, because sex before marriage was kind of a huge taboo Mm -hmm. in like the 80s and 90s and even before then. So I think there's not a lot of parents out there who are open to the idea of their kids having sex before marriage. Mm -hmm. And so they would still stress abstinence, which is okay. Like they can stress absence but they would know how best to prepare their kids Mm -hmm. and how best to teach them but I think after a couple generations of good comprehensive sex education we'll get to the point where kids and parents like they can talk to each other about it yeah and like you said um in a previous episode we were talking about how especially the religion here in Utah it's really big that sex is actually something really sacred just having the abstinence education doesn't really help them understand that so when they do it they're like they know that they should you know it should be something great but it's just hard when you've gotten the abstinence so that's another thing that I do like about comprehensive sex education because they can see like oh our bodies are amazing and it's not a negative thing and it's not a negative thing it's just like 
that's why we're waiting. Yeah, so. and then later on in the home, you can learn, like, oh, this is why I'm waiting. Like, it is such a special thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I should be waiting, like, yeah. for this religion, like, I should be waiting till I'm married, and it is such a special thing, and I should be waiting and, like, preparing myself. But also, at school, they learn everything they need to learn. Yeah, well, one thing that was pretty consistent in the articles we were reading about comprehensive sex education is that it delayed the start of sexual, onset of sexual activity, and they made more responsible choices for themselves. The argument that, oh, comprehensive sex education is telling kids to have sex, it's not accurate because they're not having sex the same as they are in Mm -hmm. abstinence-only educations. I think we can't ignore the fact, we can't just think about, like, parents take their kids out because oh they don't want their child like that's what they think CSE is teaching them is like oh to go have sex but so like I think just my experience with where I work now I work at a therapeutic boarding school and there are plenty of students there who have sexual trauma and so for them to sit through CSE in school can be very triggering to them and so I think it goes all to not just what you're learning but the situation and the experience mm-hmm. of it so some kids like I know if I hadn't been opted out, I would have been so uncomfortable. I would have hated it. I literally would have hated it because I would not have wanted to sit next to my classmates and learn that. Like, I wasn't even, like, I didn't feel good knowing that the kid next to me knew about periods, which is fine. And it's like, like we said, it's like for, it's for Mm -hmm. everybody or it's different for everybody. But I just think that it's hard to take away that option because there's so much more than just, oh, well, they're like, because I don't think that. Like, CSE is teaching me to go out and have sex. It's teaching me, if I am going to do that, to do it safely. But I just, mm-hmm. like, think about all the different kids who have all the different pasts and triggering and traumas and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And to have them have to go through that yeah. I would think not be okay. With comprehensive sex education, I definitely think it's important to understand the curriculum and what you're going to be learning. Because mm-hmm. I know the teachers I had in high school, if I went up to them and said, Hey, this lesson's going to be triggering. Can I sit out in the hallway? 100% they would have let me. Mm-hmm. And what you mentioned about being uncomfortable, I think sometimes the uncomfortable things are the most important to learn about and to yeah. talk about. That's true pretty much every time. Because it was, it, was, it was uncomfortable yeah. in class. 100%. Like, I'm over it now. Like, yeah. I, I can laugh about it now. But, like, in class it was a little weird. But you get over it. It's just yeah. diff- it's so different for everybody. Well, that was Average Students, Not So Average Topics. Thanks for listening. Bye.